I was at the I was at the gym, yeah. and I was driving out like I was leaving, <laughs> and I Busters. saw. I'm sure I've I'm sure I've seen this before, mm-hmm. but there's a certain car that, when I'm on the highway, rides my ass constantly, and is just, I always feel like when I see them in my rearview mirror, like my percent chance of dying like increases dramatically. Like yeah. in a car wreck. Is it the same person or, or a same type of car? No, no. It's a, t- a person that drives a specific type of car. Cool. And I, I had a moment where I, I finally understood why. Because I passed a Dodge Charger in the parking lot of my gym. And yeah. their fuel cap says fuel. So, you know, that makes sense. Because, like, that person clearly has to, like, be reminded that that is the fuel thing. And that's why I'm so scared of them. Yeah, you landed, you landed this one really well. Glad we, we just took saying. Time. Uh, <laughs> just a thought. thought. You, you should do the other cold open. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, Michael. Sorry, you've guys. Had some, you've had some issues on the roads, huh? Yeah. I, oh, I killed a fucking turkey yesterday. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Dylan, Mike, listen. <laughs> let me. What are you, you going to do with that for the next seven months? <laughs> That's my you, dad. Listen, said. you made That's such you a made dad the joke. same That's joke as my sixty-seven-year-old dad. I hope you know. <laughs> I listen. No I'm driving. Funny's funny. <laughs> I I I went back to Ohio to get my brakes fixed. Got my brakes fixed. Uh, then my tire was like fucked up, so I had to go get a new tire, which was 170 dollars. Um, and then I I'm heading back. I'm like, at least my car is like together now. I'm not worried. And this dumb ass bird like just waddles. I know it's not a penguin, but it waddled into the road. I'm going 80 down the highway. I try to swerve and miss it. I swear to God, this there's nothing left of this bird. Or I, I hit it so hard that it like it it split through time and it's in another dimension. You said you sent it to the shadow realm. Yeah, I sent it to I'm the just, shadow realm. I'm assuming this can be a real niche video I describe or ask you if you've seen. But what I'm picturing is you ever seen um, the bear get hit on the side of the road in Russia? Yeah. <laughs> no because that's as you described it is what i'm expecting dude hold on but like let me that would be John crazy seen it. that would be uh... really scary because this thing's probably like 40 50 pounds it fucked up the right side of my car so much Damn. like it took my wheel well liner off it took something underneath my car that i don't know what it is it detached it i had to pull over and rip all the shit off my car so it wasn't dragging on the ground hell yeah bro yeah that's awful nice. Nice. Um, that's awesome. Good job. Car's still fucked then. I did see the, the, the bear video. It's hilarious. Did you guys see the one where the the reindeer just runs into the car? Oh, yeah. There's multiple. Sometimes you think you're you're watching it, and then all of a sudden you get rickrolled. Um, yeah. Don't ask what we used to do in college, because when we were bored, we would just go down a YouTube rabbit hole. The NAFTA podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. It's episode 50, the big 5-0 of the year. Um, NAFTA podcast is back. We're here to break down last weekend's matches. 
give a little preview for this weekend. Maybe get interrupted by the college basketball final that's going on. Does it start yet? No, right. no, it nine, start until nine, it's ridiculous. Yeah, what nine forty? It said nine twenty. It's nine forty. Oh, nine twenty. You're right. Sorry. Sorry. I hate to sound like old man yelling at clouds, but like, started at eight o'clock. It's done by ten. That sounds perfect. It's like not even West Coast either. It's in Houston. Yeah, Central Time. I agree. Um, if you haven't picked that up yet, we got Michael Dylan is back. He's 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 back. We got a golf clap for him. There it is. A couple weeks. Insert off, clap. How was how was the trip, dude? You were gone forever. Yeah, it was good. Um, <laughs> I will, it was good. I wish mean, I didn't come back. <laughs> Scottsdale is not a bad place. Um, we were at. You, have you been to Scottsdale, either of you? Never, never been to the no. state of Arizona in my life. Highly uh-huh. recommend. Um, I did the Phoenix Open, where yep. I played five rounds of golf. Um, broke 100 on all of them except for one, and the one was after me being violently hungover. Um, so that wasn't bad. A case of the dribbles. Um, we went to this place uh, during the bachelor party. Highly recommend. Maya Day Club was some of the f- most fun I've had. Um, Travis Kelsey was there at the same time um, in Tell Cheetah Print. You know. He also wasn't the most rich person there. There was some Chinese billionaire who was also there that Jack kicked Ma? out. I don't know. The sign said, like, I forget the guy's name, but, like, they came out, you know, and they do the little yeah. bottle signs. And it said, like, so-and-so, welcome back. And, like, me and my buddy are Googling, and the first thing that popped up was, like, a Forbes article about him being a billionaire. Got two, like, seven or $8,000 bottles of champagne and immediately just start spraying them. And we're sitting here being like, hey, guys, I think one more bucket, and we hit our, our min, and then, we can, and then we can call it a day. <laughs> Love it. Uh, no, never been to, to Arizona. It looks great. We wanted to go this year for um, – spring training but then it just kind of fell by the wayside but i definitely want to go Uh, there's a lot of people there speaking of jackassery at bar setting i was texting the group or i texted michael maybe on the side on this one and i didn't i didn't text everyone but went to banter bar in brooklyn shout out to banter bar shout out to jazz the bartender great guy um although he's a united fan to watch man city liverpool all Liverpool fans, essentially. And then the Arsenal fans were coming in later. But it was myself and my good friend, Ian. Ian's the nicest kid in the world, nicest guy in the world. Just what he had to put up with, what I'm about to tell you, is unreal. All Liverpool fans, I'm the only Man City fan. All of a sudden, I see this guy with the black, like, not even the regular team warm-up t-shirt. It's like the e-gaming t-shirt that says expo 2020 that's black it's like you guys probably don't even know what i'm talking about but since i'm a man city fan i've seen it it's like some weird t-shirt that has a man city logo on it sits next to ian at the bar and in my head i'm like all right cool like if you're out here at 7 30 in the morning to watch this you're probably a normal person ish like you don't have any weird flaws so when he sat there i was like oh nice i am not the only man city guy how's it going that invitation to talk, I think he felt like it was the invitation to talk for the rest of the time. He told us that he was a lifelong Man City fan of 10 years ago. Um, he said that he... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. He said that he he's always loved them. 
10 years ago became a big fan or whatever. Uh, he kept trying to pick a fight with the Liverpool fans. Like, 12 of them. The bar only had 15 people. 12 of them were Liverpool fans. And this woman is yelling over there. <laughs> she goes, that's offsides on one of the things. He goes, that's not offsides, bitch. Like, out loud. <laughs> like, and I was like, he's sitting what? next to us. And, and my head goes down. I'm like, oh, my God. Because I talked to these two other dudes next to me, Liverpool fans, about the, the pitch clock for a while. And I was like, oh, they're nice dudes. Like, whatever. I didn't want anyone to think we were associated. Every time Man City did something well, he came up to me to try to give me a high five. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. Um, so he was a mess. He was, I told Michael, the what you would stereotypically think every Man City fan being. He had no clue about any of the rules. He had no clue about how anything worked. And the worst part was we scored four times. The bar goes silent all four times except for him. And he like straight up squealed like, yeah, yeah. And it was, <laughs> it was embarrassing, bro. First off, who hasn't so been there? That, that happens every once in a while. What did you do that? Like the squeal? No, I'm not worried about you that. Never, I say I've by accidentally squealed oh, before out of excitement. Voice is gonna crack three or four more times in this podcast alone. It's just it sucked because Ian had to sit next to him, and again, Ian's the nicest dude in the world, and like was very patient, and we like tried to you know whatever. Um, and this guy was just the worst. We're halfway through him being a dickhead, and he lets slip. The ultimate, like, oh, okay, this tracks type comment. He goes, yeah, man, I'm from Philly. I'm a huge Philly fan. I was like, all right, enough said. <laughs> Did you ask <laughs> him if go. he's a Union fan? No. He, he, he couldn't care less about MLS. He, like, stated that in, in something else. Like, he was just – it, it's just Also, so there's just some questions you don't – you or some people you just don't want to ask any more questions of because you don't want, no. like, further things to be ruined. Yeah, you know, was he wearing sweatpants? Yes, no, that that tracks. Philly <laughs> yes. people love yeah. wearing sweatpants to bars. That's that's always that's what Wait, I learned living in Philly. Funniest, they love their sweatpants at bars. Funniest thing too was Ian and I were just there for our game, and we decided to stay for part of the Arsenal game. So we were like, all right, like I thought we were gonna leave. Whatever, we we're gonna drink a little bit more. And he had left. We finally, like, after the city game, he had left. And we are like, all right, thank God. Like, And then we, like, reconvened. And it was like, what the fuck was up with that guy? I'm not kidding. It wasn't 10 minutes later. I'm just sitting there on my phone. I look over. He's back. He's back. Because <laughs> it started raining. He goes, I wanted to go meet my friends, but I think they kind of ditched me. And I was like, ah, God damn it. So he I has friends? Felt, I felt bad, too, because then I was like, don't feel maybe, bad. Maybe God. no one, you know, is helping him out. But anyway. I won't, I, wish two Nick... Philly, I won't throw two Philly jokes in the same pod, but I have a way for you to defuse the situation next time when we finish this. All right, perfect. It, he was one of those people where, you know when you answer them, but you don't look at them as trying to be like, hey, all right, dude, like, let's, let's like disengage from each other for a little bit. He wasn't picking that up. I kind of wish Nick were there because he would have ran with this way better in person. He'd been like, this is what a Man City fan is, for sure. And I, I think all of us well, just, thought that. I've always known that, so I'm not shocked. All right, whatever. Anyway, speaking of Man City, we can get into the games. Michael, we'll go through, we'll go through uh, a few of these pretty quickly. Then I was told that there's a whole grouping of games that are called fun games that I wasn't aware of. That, that they Dylan were a lot of fun. Like, Dylan and Michael want to talk through. Yeah. 
and then we'll do Chelsea, Villa, and Newcastle, Man United as kind of two of the bigger games at the end. Um, 4-1, Man City over Liverpool. Salah scored in the 17th minute. Julian Alvarez in the 27th. We hit halftime. De Bruyne scores in the 46th minute. Gundogan in the 53rd. Grealish in the 74th. Uh, Nottingham Forest won. Wolves won. A Brennan Johnson goal in the 38th minute is equalized by Daniel Potence in the 83rd. It's kind of funny. 38-83. There you go. Uh, West Ham won. Southampton nil. A Nalf Aguard. Do I know this man? Has he scored yeah. yet this year? Really? Knife. Knife? It's a knife? Yeah, he plays, oh. he plays for Morocco. Ooh, there you go. 1-0 win for West Ham over Southampton. Um, big three points for the Hammers there. Arsenal 4, Leeds 1. Um, Gabby Jesus opened it up in the 35th minute. Ben White in the 47th. Gabby again in the 55th. Uh, Rasmus Christensen got a in- inconsequential goal back in the 76th. And then Granit Xhaka scored in the 84th. Um, Bournemouth Fulham, are they a fun game? No, not really, I guess. Okay. Well, it's it's a surprise it was- game, put it that way. Andres Pereira uh, scored in the 16th minute. And then uh, Tavernier got one back for Bournemouth. And then they took the lead and ultimately won it on a Dom Dom, Dom Dom, Solanke goal in the 79th. Uh Michael, I'll start with us first. You, we're just better than you guys this year. I don't think there's oh, yeah, anything. Oh yeah, we suck. I don't think there's anything new to learn from this game. I, I mean, I said it last pod. Seven uh, thirty start. Haven't. Yeah. I don't think we've won one all year. Nope. Uh, away from home, we have less points in Southampton away from home. That's crazy. Pretty wild stat. Insane. Um, yeah, you guys are just way like defensively. We're uh, a disaster. Midfield-wise, were a disaster. Mm-hmm. Paul Joyce did just report today, though, that they're fully, fully backing Klopp in the transfer window in the summer. And Bellingham is, is keen, is the word that he used, to move to Anfield. So, All right. Well, still probably need no, to hope uh, to get some, some Champions League in there. We're not getting Champions League this year. <laughs> okay. They might not get Europe this year. My voodoo X is kind of working on both of the, the people last time I was on here. Yeah, you remember Michael? that you guys made me really upset because you couldn't beat teams that I'm in the relegation. Oh with, yeah, 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 I don't feel yeah, like yeah. doing my own work, so I called yep. up the witch doctor while I've been yep. out these past weeks. I haven't been in Scotts though. I really have been creating some voodoo stuff to where you're Nick in, like, will in, not finish in, in the top. Nick will yeah. not be finishing in the top four, and I'm sorry, Michael, you might be finishing eighth. Dylan was out in the desert oh, making we, his own own voodoo dolls. We we won't finish eighth because we could even lose these next two, which I don't think we will. Um, but our, our like back end of schedule is like, if we lose like the back end of the schedule, we should like actually fire Klopp. I don't know about that. It's it's that easy. Okay. Well, well, time will tell. I I feel like, I feel like the, the Liverpool people. Why do you, (laughs) Dylan's putting, Dylan's crossing his fingers. He's crossing his fingers. Why Okay, I guess. Listen, yeah. if I'm going to be watching an extra six games next year, I want everyone else to feel the same pain. <laughs> You're fine. You're literally not getting relegated. Stop saying that. <laughs> anyway, uh, last thing I want to say before we can get to Dylan's team, maybe not top five. Jack Reels is really good at soccer. Um, not reminds Forest, me of Jamie Tart. 
Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I think that the I think Rod from Men and Blazers says it the best. He's he was on with John Oliver the one time and he goes like mind of a child, body of a man. Like that's literally what it is. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh Dylan, one one to Forrest. Not good. Good considering how the game was going that we got a point. Just throwing that one out there. Sure. Um I also saw a Wolf's fan spin zone it has if you told me we were getting four points against Forrest at the beginning of the year, sign me up. So <laughs> I'll, I'll take that too. Um, not, yeah. I uh, I have two things that I just want to say quickly on this game. One, I'm going to make a college football reference. Mm-hmm. You know when you have two quarterbacks, you really have zero? That's the Wolves with when you have seven or eight um, fr- um like right or left wingers, you really have zero because they all don't know how to do shit. <laughs> like we change up the lineup every single week and absolutely nothing happens. So that leads me to my second point. Um, I think for the next nine games of the year, uh, I'd like to do a relegation update. Um, at the moment, I think we're fucked. So um, I'm really excited to be hanging out with Hank and starting off our spinoff podcast for the championship next year because I don't see us getting out of this right now. Everton looks pretty good right now. They do, but I'm banking on the points deduction. Uh, oh, happening. yeah. Okay. So let's, let's chat real quick for you. You got Chelsea, you got Brentford, you got Leicester, you got Palace, Brighton, Villa, Man United, Everton, and Arsenal to finish the year off. Michael, I think that you, at one point, when Dylan was gone, was talking about toughest schedule on the way out. Do you have any, any anything to make Dylan feel better? Yeah, uh, there are currently one, two, three, seven teams below you, yeah, all with I... less points. Not hold on, not equal on points with less points. Okay, so essentially, what has to happen is five of those teams have to get more points than you by the end of the year, okay? Those are all teams, mind you, that don't win a lot or get a lot of points. And like, we're, But we're yeah, one of those teams. Correct, but but you, you do get more points than them on average, and you're basically saying that you aren't going to get any points from the rest of the year. Your on average thing is like us getting more points than them on average is like .0001 like better like it's right but it's not like you're equal on on points right now you have more like having one more point than even the that group of 20 teams that have 27 points like those teams still have to win games or tie games and get ahead of you and then you simultaneously have to not do anything you have to lose every game yes and every time that we play a team that's below us we either lose or tie that's not gonna get it done with how close and bunched up everything is a tie would do fine I don't know. I look at it this way. I'm happy we're not getting Chelsea after the new coach bump. So I'm hoping they get that and then suck when we play them. What worries me is get past Brentford and I think, John, what did you say we have? We have like Leicester and... Leicester, um, Palace, Brighton. So Leicester, Leicester, Palace is the two games that they have to win and I have zero faith that we can actually do that. And you got Everton second to last game of the year. Which is that at home or is that at Everton? Home. It's it's at the Molyneux. Then we might have a chance, but 
Dylan, Palace, not feeling Palace great. had them all new too. I'm just telling you right now, Mike. This can change week to week, so don't get mad at me when it when I say we're the best team ever next week. But at the moment, I'm scared shitless. I was gonna say I'll I'll put any amount of money you want on this that you don't get relegated. Um, okay. I know Dylan's not gonna take you up on that. I will 100 percent pay for them to not get relegated. Okay, <laughs> how much? Uh, any amount of money. There's no chance. Dylan, you still you still firmly on the uh, the Juju train, the Julian Lupetegui train? I don't think he's the problem. Like I think like we've had the same core of players. They all kind of just yeah. suck. <laughs> Very true. Just right. you know, I'm I'm bent out for two weeks. I got the hard hitting analysis. They just suck. <laughs> You're good. Um, West Ham, one 0 over Southampton. I think this is just West Ham's a better team. Game they got to win. I don't think anyone's actually surprised that they won it, um, but it's a game they got to win. And then Arsenal 4-1 over Leeds. Again, I don't know when they're going to trip up. I don't think we need to talk about it because Michael's like, all right, until they play you guys, we can't even really have that opinion yet. we got to see what they're going to do there. But I just don't – I personally don't see who's going to beat them other than us, and that's not enough. We need someone else to beat them too. So – so I, feel. I think we could beat them if we actually play well, and it's at home. It's at. It's at uh, I think Anfield? Brighton. Yeah, I think Brighton could beat them. Um, I think Newcastle away, like going to Newcastle, they could beat them. Um, I think there's another one in there that I, I remember seeing that I thought July nineteenth. They, they got the uh, they got the MLS All Stars. They could they could. <laughs> They're definitely losing that. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know. Arsenal looks really good. And then Bournemouth 2-1 over Fulham. I think we're just shocked. Uh, Teams are allowed to have a hiccup here and there. For the most part, Fulham's been pretty damn consistent this year. But uh, they're much better than Bournemouth. And this totally screws Dylan up. For sure. Yes, but like, if you've been looking at it, like, Fulham hasn't been in good form for the past like five or six games. Like it doesn't necessarily shock sure. me, and Bour- and Bournemouth's been been a little punchy, which I don't like, at all. Fulham, uh, are, Fulham are basically a free win if you if you show up and play right now. Like we even tied Fulham. They got they did what they needed to. They're they stayed up. Yep. They don't. You know they're not trying to get anywhere crazy. They're actually on the beach, as you would say. Yeah, I think they're I the first so. team that's on the beach. Um. All right, the fun games. Palace 2, Leicester 1, a uh, Ricardo Pereira goal in the 56th minute, then a Daniel Iverson own goal ties it up 1-1 in the 59th, uh, and then Jean-Philippe Mateta scores the winner for Palace to get all three points against Leicester. Um, bad boy Roy, he's back. He's getting three points for his guys. Brighton and Hove Albion, 3, Brentford 3, this game was awesome. I think, Dylan, we were texting about it. I had Arsenal on the volume at the bar, but I kept looking over, and there was a goal it felt like every four minutes. Uh, Jansen in the 10th, 1-0 Brentford. Matoma ties it up in the 21st. Ivan Tony uh, hits back in the 22nd. Danny Welbeck ties it again in the 28th. We hit halftime. Pinnock uh, gets the third one for Brentford to go up 3-2 in the 49th. And then Mackers... Uh, Allison McAllister in the 90th ties the game. Uh, shared points here. Both these teams are pretty good. You don't like Alexis Mackers? McAllister. 
Alexis. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I said, said Allison McAllister. My bad. I'm reading quick. Um, and then today's game, the other fun one. 1-1, one, one, Everton and Tottenham. Just wild. Decore with a red card in the 58th minute. Harry Kane scores a penalty in the 68th. Uh, Lucas Moore gets a red in the 88th minute. And then Michael Keane, not the actor, uh, just with a banger of a goal in the 90th minute to tie it up. You guys called them the fun games. I had a lot of fun watching them. Um, Were you going to say what I have fun watching? Where where are we starting? Palace Leicester? Just go there real quick. You mean Brentford? Oh, no. Yeah, we can start there. Palace Leicester? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big big three for for Roy. That's all I say. I didn't have much on this one. Can we? I mean, did you see the ending? Acknowledge. Oh, go ahead, Dylan. I was gonna say, did you see the game winning goal though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that was Sick. just I think just encapsulate. I'm my mouth won't say that word right now. That just defines Encapsulates. how. Yeah, there we go. Um, that just defines basically Leicester City. Like sums it up in one play. For sure. Um, cool. I think I think the stat was the Crystal Palace averaged ten shots per game, not t- shots on goal, ten shots per game, and they had twenty one in the first half, mm-hmm. and thirty three in the game, nine on target. Uh, I think we we had literally said like, we'll see if the Hodgson thing was correct with how they play. Like this was a unanimous, like we just yeah. want to hang out with our dad. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Like we want, we, we yeah, pops. dude. And they're already talking about. I mean, we also have to talk about like Braj. See you later. Got sacked. Yeah. Um, which I actually, after all the shit we've said about Braj, I, I don't think is correct. <laughs> by the way, you don't think he should have been fired? Right now, no. I like. I don't know what manager bump are you getting. Like who's coming in. Are you caretaking yeah. to the end of the season? Yeah, which kind of have to. It's, free, it's insane, 19th. though. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think you stay together for the kids, no matter what team you are right now. I agree. Like it's so tough. Um, but they're they're talking about Broj taking over uh, Crystal Palace, maybe or West Ham if Moyes goes. I think you have to stay up first. Well, yeah, well, this is about Brennan Rodgers, not Lester. Like, I think Lester are... That's what I don't understand. Why, if you watch Lester City play this year, why do I want to hire that guy? Because I think everyone knew it was the, like, worst-kept secret that he just didn't give a shit. (laughs) I, I don't know, because... I think, like, when you watch them play, like you just said, you're kind of like, man, I feel like they they should be way better than this. Yeah. But then like at I the said, same that, time, like... That roster shouldn't get relegated. Have you heard what they've well, been yeah. saying, though? Like, no. Jamie Madison? Like, they, um... I know I messed it up, all right? I'm working back into the you, flow. You put, you you, put Jamie Vardy and, and Madison together. That's you've missed me. Let me butcher this as... <laughs> As I oh, please. that's he's putting two players together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah keep up. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, he uh, he apparently like they're asking him like, 
I think it was before or after the game, hey, are you in a relegation battle? And he's like, no. Like, I think that's the problem is, like, I think they think they have too much talent that they don't see themselves going down, which may lead yeah. to their downfall because they're not going to realize it until it's too late. Dude, they're not only in a relegation battle, they're running out of time, I feel like. Good. Better them than us. Yeah. Um, Roy Hodgson being back is great. It, I, I, I've been watching. I, I had to get back on to Succession, so I watched the last season uh, before I watched the first episode the other night. If... If their kids would have just had as much pride as some of these palace guys for to play for their grandpa again, <laughs> that show, I tell you. Um, Brighton and Brentford, just like amazing blockbuster, blockbuster game. Um, both these teams are fun and exciting, and it's a fun game. Yes, sixth and seventh in the table, tied on points, tied at the game. I don't know. It's fun, fun to watch. That's all I had. Uh, two of the best managers in the Prem this year. Easily. They're I talking about Deserby to Spurs. I would never do that. Um, you don't think he'll learn? But you don't think he'll learn by who he replaced? <laughs> well, that's what I'm. Th- I'm saying too. Like <laughs> Potter. Well, like I, obviously that didn't work. I think Spurs and Chelsea are very different too. Yeah. Well, I heard to Chelsea, and I was like, "Why? Why would Chelsea also hire oh, yeah. another Brighton manager?" Holy shit! If I was a Brighton manager, why would I ever go there? Um, yeah. And then Thomas, Fr- I think both these dudes. Obviously, I know you have like ambitions and stuff, but like, it'd be sick to just be like the guy who like gets them into tam- Champions League one year. Yeah, um, I agree. Thomas Frank's been awesome to watch. I I love him. Uh, Dylan, what do you got for? Brighton Brentford. I hate to bring this up again, but when I was watching the sick offense in that Wolf's Nottingham Forest game, and that was on the big TV, and then I just kept looking at the iPad, and I was that brought such joy and happiness to my life just watching the fun soccer that was happening there. Um, I think, I think from a game perspective. Brighton screwed themselves because they needed to win that game to, I think, actually have a chance at being top four. And their their problem is I I think Brighton's going to make Europe and come in fifth or sixth, and they're going to look back at this game and two or three other ties to lesser opponents down the road as to why they're not sitting at fourth because Spurs are just waiting to get taken over by one of them, and then they just can't figure it out. Yeah, I think it's it's really interesting if you look at the table and maybe you pop the two more points in in the column for Brighton. They have a game in hand on United and three games in hand on Tottenham. Uh, and then also a game in hand on Newcastle, who Tottenham and Newcastle both on all Actually, shit. United, Tottenham, and Newcastle all on 50 points and Brighton on 43 I do think a seven-point swing's tougher, obviously, now. But uh, that would have been a... It just would have made that race even more fun than I think the the three-horse race is going to be here. Uh, It would have caused some arguments for for Nick and his household, which would have been hilarious. First year that Caroline's paying attention, and they're already knocking off the the Manchester United. Um, Everton-Tottenham was 1-1. 
Decore's red card was hilarious. He literally just like basically right hooked him. I don't know if you guys saw this. It was awesome. Yeah, I I also don't just the uh, like the Spurs moving into the fourth spot. Like I know they moved up in the table, but mm-hmm. I don't. I think it should be viewed as like a, a fuck up. Like they should have won. Yeah, they. Sure. You know I mean, mean like they 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 happen to move up because United's goal difference is horrible. Yeah. Like for a team that's in the top top four, top five, but like Spurs should be in third right now. So like I don't, and you know they're on. They've played twenty nine games, they played the most games, and all that stuff. But I, I think like Nick's like, oh my god, we're out of the top the top four. I mean, at least you're still tied on points because like you could be way way worse off. For sure, I, I do think. I mean, if you're looking at these three teams, Newcastle, Tottenham, and United. Tottenham's the worst. They played twenty nine games. Michael, you you brought this up to me the other day. Games in hand don't mean anything at the bottom of the table because you usually lose. Games in hand do at the top because those teams tend to win. Like yeah, or at least get points. And they they got. I mean, Tottenham has what nine games left. Everyone else has eleven, essentially. So yeah, we'll see. Can we just talk about the fact that well, a few things, but. Tottenham stinks, and they're still in, like, fourth, <laughs> which is also just wild to me. Like, just mm-hmm. in general. like yeah. They get six points against City every year. It's insane. And, and they, they beat up. I, I would love to go back and actually look. They have to be beating up on, like, five other teams, essentially. That we just, it goes under our, our purview, under the radar. Because they look so bad, and they're in fourth. Like, they are Chelsea-level bad, and Chelsea's 11th. And they're in fourth, and it it, it baffles me. Um, it's any, also just anything? so weird because, it, sorry, it's just so weird because, I, and I'm not at all like suggesting that we should be better off than we already are. But like usually, goal difference is like a pretty good indicator yeah. of like how well teams are doing. And there's just so many like anomalies goal difference wise. Like United is an anomaly goal difference wise. Like they have to be winning games. 1-0, 2-1, something like that, and then they get blown out by teams. That has well, to be the case. Just off the top of my head, they're negative 11 on two games that I can think of. Correct. Like, that's yeah. that's the biggest thing. So, um, I mean, also, if you guys only beat them one nothing, then they're actually only two goals behind Tottenham at that point. But I think Tottenham is, too. Like, they're, like, if you look at their record and stuff, like, I don't know. Just the goal difference is usually it's more accurate to the place than like the the points are sometimes yeah dylan you want to wrap us up well i was just gonna say watching this game too like a dominant team meaning like the cities and liverpool not this year but in a normal year and arsenal this year you go one up on um up a man against a team like everton and that game's two three nothing and it's over they scored their goal which also like came from a penalty. I mean, like they created. It. If you were watching that game and didn't know who was down to ten men, like Everton was completely controlling and dictating the pace, which yeah. like is why I know they're excited that they got the point anyway because that was a ripper of a shot. But like that's where also Tottenham needs to just figure something out down the road, and where I think Everton actually Deitch is doing Deitch things, and they'll. They'll figure it out as long as they don't get a point reduction on whatever the hell this BS is for them and all that. But I think, I think that's the best I've seen Everton look being down to ten men. 
Agreed. Uh, anything from Hank? Is he, is he like... I don't know. I didn't talk to him today. today. No. Gotcha. He's, uh, he's prepping a kid coming into the world, so he's been a little bothered. I don't know if I told you guys that. Hank's having a kid. Congratulations, Hank. From yeah, the breaking, breaking news. Shout out. <laughs> uh, better, get, really... better get him a red jersey or he's going to be real sad. <laughs> uh, if I, I, we should ask Hank, and then you can report back next pod, if he had to name his kid after any Everton player, who would it be? Okay, I'll, I'll talk to him. Get, get, get the intel there. Um, all right, the two games that had, I think, the biggest impact or were the most interesting, um, Chelsea nil, Aston Villa 2, Ollie Watkins in the 18th minute, John McGinn in the 56th, and then uh, after 90 minutes, they got their third scalp, uh, Graham Potter, out as manager of the famous Blue from London or wherever the fuck they are. Um, this team stinks, man. They're bad. And <laughs> Graham Potter kind of screwed up his reputation. Say my joke. Say your joke? What is it? Never mind. I won't say it, actually, in, in a public forum. Okay. Oh, 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 from earlier? Yeah. My bad. My bad. Um... I'm, I'll edit that out because I was like, oh, what are you talking about? I lost my chance. <laughs> uh, Chelsea. Dylan wants you to say something he would not say publicly. That's yeah. pretty fucked. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I ain't, no, I ain't no fool. <laughs> yeah. Throw John out there for fodder. Uh, Chelsea had 69% possession. Um, they had 27 total shots. They had three big chances and they couldn't convert. Um, and you know what? I think Unai Emery is maybe next Insane. year. Yeah, he's nuts. But Unai Emery next year is going to be, hopefully, in that Thomas Frank echelon that we're talking about now. They, they've looked really good. They've had the third most points since uh, the new year behind be, Arsenal and Man City. He might be Chelsea's next coach. Fourth. Also Man, also Man United. Yeah. Yeah. He's done a great job. Or it's maybe maybe not from the beginning of the year. I heard a different maybe a different stat where it's like since he's been the coach, they've had the fourth most points. Yeah, it's somewhere around something like that. They're doing really they're doing really well. Obviously, yeah. Um, what? Okay, I got a couple questions that I want us to answer as a as a pod. Michael, I actually have to. I think it was you. It might have been Nick, but I thought it was you. You actually said on like an episode five, six, seven episodes ago, you posed the question. You're just like, all right. If they touch bottom half of the table, is he gone? And I think we all said no. That was me. It was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I said he was. Yeah, and and like shout. Wow, you I out. forgot about that. Yeah, shout you out. As soon as they touched 11th, they're just like, all right, see you later. Um, obviously, the main thing that I want to ask: Where do all these coaches go? Who goes to Chelsea in your mind? Who's gonna go? To Leicester, who's going to go to Tottenham? I think, listen, first off, I want to compare this because you, do you remember when Nuno left Wolves? Left Wolves to go to Spurs. Don't yeah. remember. And and when he left, I feel like when he left Wolves, he was like kind of on the up, right? Like he was well, we, viewed we, as... We also fired him. Okay. But I mean, he, he was successful there, right? Yeah, very much so, yes. 
Okay. <laughs> um, gets the Spurs, and I, I, I mean, I can't think of how many games he lasted. Not very long. No. And then, was it really seven games? I think so. Jesus Christ, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> this is like, you know, Potter had the, the whole legacy at Brighton, you know, goes to Chelsea, and I mean, it couldn't have gone... Like, it couldn't have done a, a complete career 180 like it did. Yeah. The, um, some of the some of the things I'm reading and, and the other pods I've been listening to, they say that he's, like, done irreparable damage to his, like, resume being there. He's also not taking his full contract, I guess. And he's he's helping them transition, also, is what I read. I mean, he's, he's a cuck. <laughs> or just a really nice guy. I don't know if, like... You didn't have to go there, but... I mean, yeah. listen, there. hold on. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, if you want to be a cuckold, you can. It's completely your choice. <laughs> like, if Grand Potter wants to be a cuckold, 20, that's fine. 2023, we don't kink shame, for sure. Yeah, John, I want, to, I want to really drive this home. It's okay to be a cuck. I gotcha. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Um, speaking of cucks, is, is Makaya Mudrik the worst signing of the year? He's <laughs> so bad. Um... That, I mean, if you're talking about that shot, that shot was terrible. Uh, it's it's so fucking... There are two things I love in this world as, like, a Liverpool fan. We're having a really bad year. Um, Chelsea's year is worse, which I love. But I love the the complaining about, like, we need we need guys, we need players, we need this and that. It's like you've, you've been given literally everything, and, like, you're still bad. Um, it's, just, it's just the best feeling. Like, I picked them to win against Villa, it is, like, the the perfect hedge for yourself because if they lose, you're totally fine with it. Yeah. Like, you are you almost prefer it. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they're, they stink. They're no fun. And They have to have, like, they have to have, like, half of the, like, if you go to the top ten worst signings of the year, they have to have half of them. Kukurea. Terrible. Cool Bali. He's playing better. Jao. Jao. Jao just money financially. Wise, yeah. Yeah. It's just so bad. Um, I think there's some a, you don't you're not even thinking of. Yeah. There's there's ones that I, I don't it doesn't even it doesn't even connect that they were signings. I I mean, I love them. Sterling, bad signing. <laughs> yeah. All time bad. Um, can Can Nkunku back out of his deal? Aubameyang, I don't know. Aubameyang might be the worst. It is this be. is this karma for what they did for Ziyech? I I mean I don't know. That might be the one of the worst non signings too. Like, well now you I could have just got rid of him. I'm also thinking uh, Timo Werner. Good, thank God he's gone. Like yeah, he, like he's he's doing more than Mudrik was honestly, and they were giving him. So <laughs> he much. At least he, he hit was. the post. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> well, listen, and I know full well. We're gonna fucking lose them tomorrow. I'm so sure of it. <laughs> but, but like, it's just it's so funny because we could still lose to them and they'll still be two spots below us. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I do think Enzo Fernandez is gonna be pretty good. But who yeah. do you think who do you think takes this job? If you had to pick right now, gun to gun to <sighs> knee, gun to knee. Yeah, probably. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna go to. We're, we're he shouldn't. He shouldn't there. take it. He should not take. I, I don't know who should take this job. No one should take it. Um, but I would much rather talk about the fact that I think Ollie Watkins has eight goal contributions in the last nine games. 
Fantasy points. Ollie Watkins is having a, a pretty damn good year. Uh, Ten goals and five assists on the season. Um, he does look. He looks pretty damn good. All right, last game. He'll and he'll go to fucking Chelsea or Spurs, and he'll be ruined. For sure. That's how. That's how the world works. Uh, just because I think the team we're about to talk about sometimes doesn't make those types of signings for whatever reason, and they end up with Woot Weghorst. Uh, but you got. <laughs> Newcastle two, and you got Manchester United nil. I need this thing to load. I hate that. Load. Edit this thing. Come on, dude. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I have to look up a tweet that pissed me off. All right, you got Newcastle two, Man United nil. Uh, Willock in the 65th. And then Callum Wilson put them to sleep in the 88th. Um, I had a tie in this, and for the longest time in the game, I was like, I might, I might get this, and I might go even on uh, my record with Michael. Didn't happen, uh, unfortunately. Um, there's honestly not. I don't think there's much to say about this. And if we had Nick here, he'd obviously be able to, you know, create 10 minutes worth because that's. Sometimes what Nick's able to do, but this game was boring and they just didn't show up. It's actually kind of a nil-nil in my bias. Like I didn't have much to say. It was just quick, crazy that Newcastle won two-nil. Michael, you yeah, find- I mean, United. I picked them to win, but uh, I think that was just because like I'm I'm in a haze about like where they actually are on the table and like how good they actually are. Um, they did not show up at all for this game. They're not the same team even close without Casemiro. So, like, yeah. if, if he's not playing, you essentially just don't pick them to win. And Newcastle, like, even without star boy Miggy Almiron, still got Isaac, still got Callum Wilson off the bench now, still got Maximin, Gamarish. That defense is really solid. Nick Pope's pretty good. Yep. And good. like you said, I think like you said, I think you were you basically said it, but you just picked a draw. St. James Park is like a difference maker. Yeah, it's it's baby Anfield. I feel like essentially. Um, yeah. Dylan, you got anything? I'm gonna pat myself on the back because I took Newcastle. You you were the only Atta one. Baby. I was waiting for that. Um, you were the only one. Yeah, I mean, 15 minutes into that game, you knew that United was cooked. That's kind of my commentary. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. I, was, wait, I have one one thing to say. Yeah. Just because I'm Actually, I've I've kind of two things. So I forgot about another thing. And it's just a, a a United during this game there was a tweet by one of the United accounts that it said if the the Glazers finally back Ten Hag, how good would this team be? And I'm like I'm pretty sure they spent, like, a quarter million dollars. Oh, I saw that tweet. Yeah, I thought the same exact thing. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they gave him a quarter quarter million. I think that... The or, spending, sorry, quarter billion. The spending is going to be so skewed now just because of what Chelsea did. I don't think that's uh, at all... Like, you can you cannot replicate that. No, but I actually think you're not going to be able to replicate that because I think it's going to come out that that was illegal. I, I think they're going to get. Uh, 
I know that we're probably going to get one too. I think Chelsea's going to get just a slap for this year. Well, didn't they already say like the seven, eight year contract thing? Like you can't do that anymore. Yeah. 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 So So I think that might be, might be why, but yeah, they have like the fact that they're not going to get like any European football, like is really bad. I think that, like, I I envision Bali showing up to his job here, like the 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 gift from um, the John Travolta gift from uh, Pulp Fiction. Like he's just moseying around. He doesn't know the rules. He doesn't know how everything works. I don't think he has good people around him. I think that's he literally. I I think they're in trouble. I think if they don't make Europe. They're, they're going to be in in a in a lot of trouble, and they're not going to. They're in eleventh. Like I just, I think that they're they're looking at a, a downfall coming up. Um, all right, we got some midweek games that we're going to get to. Bournemouth hosting Brighton, another battle of the bees. This time, both teams aren't as good as Brighton. Michael, who you got in this? Bournemouth and Brighton. I think Brighton actually not on the beach at all. I think they're going to come out and play. I don't think Bournemouth can can keep up with them. Dylan, take out Brighton. Yeah, this is going to go the opposite of one of my bets, but I'm going to take Brighton. Okay, for my pick, I got I got Brighton as well. Um, Leeds at home, they got Forest. This is an important game at the bottom of the table. Leeds just got pummeled by Arsenal. Forest got a big point against Wolves. Dylan, who you got in this one? I don't know. I wish they both could lose. Um, I'll rule for America. I'll take Leeds. Also, I think Nottingham Forest away sucks, so Leeds should yeah. be able to take care of it. Yeah, I got Leeds. I think I think once you there's something about when you hit the relegation that it kind of gives you a little bit of urgency. Maybe not since Jamie Madison or uh, James Vardy didn't say that. Whoever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. I think when you actually are in there, it's a little bit different. West Ham has kind of been in there twice, and they got those big wins against the relegation teams. So I got leads on this. Yeah, I got leads as well. I think there is a bit of a trampoline down in the bottom three. Uh, Leicester at home versus Villa. Will it matter? I don't think so. Unai's pretty good. I got Villa in this one. Michael, who you got? Uh, Villa. Villa. Chelsea, Liverpool. Michael said that he knows that Liverpool is going to lose this one just earlier. Who do you got? I said I'm pretty sure, like, we'll go there and fucking lose now. Um, I I have the the intelligence to pick Man City when we're on the 7.30 away. Um, I, I absolutely refuse to choose Chelsea, so I'm picking Liverpool. Tell him. Uh, new manager bump, Chelsea. <laughs> Just go anti Potter bump. I'm a, I'm gonna go Liverpool on this one, and it's because I know Michael. You said that you can hedge your bet anytime that you pick Chelsea. I'm I'm looking for like the ultimate amount of euphoria. You're like, all right, I, I picked against him. Oh I'm yeah, that's that the only way. thing. You you're kind of you're kind of a glass half half and half guy. Yeah, you know yeah. the full or empty. I'm 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 pulling a straight up Icarus on this one. Um, you're going cup overfloweth. Yes, Man United. Hosting Brentford, played earlier in the year, and Brentford just beat the piss out of him. Um, this one's at Old Trafford. I wish I could ask Nick who he had, but I got his brother. So, Dylan, who you got in this one? I'm going to go with a tie. 
I don't think that's a bad choice, <laughs> Michael. Uh, hold on. I always pick before you do. I want you to pick this one first. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I always pick first. Do you think? Do okay. you think? Is this some standings um, collusion happening he, yeah, right now? <laughs> he, he he adjusts his picks for me. I like just pick who I think is gonna win. And and if I don't, that's win, not true. It is true. I wanna I wanna I wanna know who you're picking because I don't want you to take my pick. I'm going United. Fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he does. Uh, is Casemiro, is Casemiro back? Wait, is Casemiro yeah, back? I think he is. Yes. Dylan says no. I don't know though. I, 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 th- uh, I think. Why are I you think, saying? Why are you shaking think, your head then? I think he is. I think the last pod when we were talking to Nick, we we found out that that was like the last game he had to sit out. Um. Fuck, dude. I really want to pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the draw. Ah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but ah. Uh. <laughs> Um, draw for Michael West Ham and Newcastle is the last game midweek. I'm going to take Newcastle on this one. I think Moyes is kind of figuring it out. I, I, Michael, you seem to think that they're screwed and they're going to get relegated. At least you texted that in the group. No, no, no. I think their schedule is, is really like, uh, volatile because they play so many of the teams at the bottom. So like, you know, if they lose those games, they're fucked. Yeah, but sure. like that that win against um, Le- who they just play? Southampton. Jesus Christ. Southampton. Southampton. The win against Southampton's big. Um, I think if they can win like two more of those like relegation games, I don't think yeah. this one matters that much. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I got Newcastle, Michael. I also got Newcastle. Dylan. Newcastle. Love it. Midweek games done. Dylan. You got any bets? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Casemiro, two matches left on the red. Oh, damn. You going Brentford? I'm going Brentford. Fuck it. I went I went Brentford early in the year. Nice. Got the 4-0 victory. I'm going to back him again. One of All us right. is going to win. Dylan, you got any bets? You're, you're back from your hiatus. Yeah. I had uh, I know I wasn't on, but we had two big wins. Um, Newcastle with under two and a half in the United game was a nice one. And then... Um, like I, that game today, I had both teams to score. What a way to win that one! So, yeah, <laughs> we'll take we'll, we'll take them while they come. Um, all right, the two that I feel more confident in is Newcastle money line plus one fifteen, and under two and a half in Nottingham Forest leads. Which right. I feel like that's a zig when you should zag type of thing, but I just don't think Nottingham Forest can score away, and I don't think Leeds is scoring more than a goal or two. Um, the one that goes against my pick, but they've been a little feisty, and I don't trust them, and I need them to lose, so I'm willing to put money on them to jinx them. Uh, Bournemouth double chance to win or tie plus one forty five. I no amount of money. That's not bad. Really? I actually don't like. That's what I'm saying. I I wouldn't be shocked if Form Form has been punchy. I hate them for it, but they've been punchy. How's the uh, How's March been treating you? Since I feel like this is your first pod since the tournament started. And based on Nick's answer one day, if he had any bets, he said I had not allowed to bet anymore. I got a feeling. Are, are you doing better than your own brother in this in this area? I was gonna say I don't remember saying that. Um, no. no Nick did. 
Oh yeah, no, I've I've been tailing a guy who's been really really good, and if UConn can win the first half and the second half, this will be a perfect ending to March Madness. Which yeah. at the moment right now they're up by twelve. I should have just. I was very close to taking them. God, they're cra- They're so good. I almost did an ultimate. Lo- alternate line of minus 16 on this one but the book didn't go that high damn dylan tucker the wizard of odds um hey before your joke i just want to say uh remember when nick after we beat them seven nothing he said we'll win the next six games yeah how have they done since then they're three one and one it's not terrible (laughs) pretty bold though pretty bold at newcastle and then fulham brentford I mean, Southampton, but then two Batiste games, like, pretty bold take. I mean, it's wrong because he said we'd win them, but, you know. There's another stat I saw that they were in third right before that uh, Liverpool game. They've gotten one point in the league since then, which is kind (laughs) of nuts. So Uh, I don't think uh, that's right, though. Oh, yeah, because the Fulham game was FA Cup. Yeah, you're right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Dylan, you haven't done a joke in a minute? You got one for us? I do. Actually, I want to ask real quick. I've been listening. How, how, You've done a great job. How? Okay, good. I've, I've, I've giggled. Um, there's good. clearly a Chelsea bias in your jokes, but that's okay. <laughs> no, that. you don't think so? Never that. Um, all right, boys. Why did Cinderella get kicked off the soccer team? Also, this is because of March Madness and Cinderella's. I figured we should end with this one. So why did Cinderella get kicked off the soccer team? Because she ran away from the ball. Cheers. After podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.